Hello, and welcome back to Weirdos. I'm Jay. And I'm Kellen. And we are headed into season two, episode two of season two. Um, Last week was fun. We just kind of had a recap episode talking about uh, what we've been up to this past summer, which was it was very elementary school teacher (laughs) like all right kids everyone say what you did for the summer yeah you stood up and said what you did i stood up and said what i did it was fun (laughs) show and tell um so we're gonna get back on track this week um we have a i think we probably have 15 episodes in my little notebook uh, that we're gonna try to do this year this season um but we are coming live from our new studio Uh, if you're watching us on our youtube channel which is named weirdos a podcast weirdos a youtube channel where to see <laughs> mix it up weirdos <laughs> a youtube channel we are on youtube i don't know how good it's going to look it's from the side uh which is not my favorite angle of myself uh hopefully we can get some different angles in the future as you can see i have a phone uh right here and i have a light that <gasps> i can use <laughs> when and when we're ready to i have nothing he has nothing but i'm gonna buy him one um so <clears throat> we're gonna get back into the swing of things doing normal episodes uh, last week was fun, but again, we're coming from our new studio. It's uh, RKN Sound Lab, which is uh, a room in Rodney Nolfsinger's home that he is gracious enough to let us use and set up all this fancy equipment and edit our sound and make us sound phenomenally better Absolutely. than we did last season. And yeah. as as I can see here, the label on my microphone is facing my mouth this time, <laughs> so uh, I definitely sound better. And not that there's anything wrong with lisps, but I don't have a lisp in real life. But all season last year, I had a lisp. It's very strange. I do have a lisp. He's adorable, though. He's adorable. <laughs> um, so we, uh, out of all the episodes, um, starting back, even though it felt like we never really left, right? Um, starting back, I kind of wanted to ease into things, which is why we had the episode we had last week. This week, um, I thought it would be fun to talk about... Uh, what we wanted to be when we grew up, when we were kids, what was it that we wanted to be? And for those of you who follow us on social media last season, we had uh, posts where we were looking for suggestions and this was actually a suggestion that someone put in. I was like, Oh, you should talk about what you wanted to be when you grew up. I'm like, that's fantastic. Like, why haven't we thought about that? That was was a great suggestion. I had so many things that I wanted to be when I grew up ton. Um, I don't really remember what the first thing was. You know, obviously it was probably something like I wanted to be a transformer. <laughs> it was probably Spider-Man <laughs> in all honesty. Like the first thing I wanted to be when I grew up was Spider-Man or a Ninja Turtle. Um, I mean, duh, who wouldn't want to do that? Right. Absolutely. Like every time I saw a Spider-Man, like, please buy me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I have like so many other things that I remember vividly that I wanted to be, but I want to, I want you to go first and I want you to tell us what, you wanted to be when you were a big boy. An accountant. An accountant. <laughs> I wanted to be a comptroller. I wanted to be a CPA in a uh, big firm in California. No. If there's uh, one thing I love, it's numbers and <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> They're the greatest. Um, no, I, you know, you were telling me what we were going to do season-wise. We're, we, we don't really follow like a really rigid, this is what we're going to do. It's kind of week to week like the mood tone based on previous episodes. And, and sometimes we, I just like to spring it on you <laughs> like 30 minutes before I take it. Like, Oh, Hey, by the way, when you get here, this is what we're going to do instead. Remember the show that I said we were going to scrap it. So, <laughs> so when like, so going to high school, I wanted to do advertising. Mm-hmm. That was what I was going to do when I got out of high school. I thought I thought I was going to do, but when we go into the way, way back, little Kellen 
six-year-old in his front yard playing whatever he could was baseball. Mm-hmm. Always baseball. I, growing up, my dad would launch the ball straight up in the air as high as he could and teach me how to catch. Um, we would play all the way up through high school. We'd play wiffle ball in the backyard. My dad bought an oil pan, like an oil collection pan for a mm-hmm. car because it's about the perfect size for a strike zone. And we would play until it got dark and I would just hit dingers, but straight bombs, <laughs> of course. Just nothing but bombs. There's no evidence of that. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny Kellen was constantly hitting dingers as a child in his backyard. <laughs> I was the original bash bro. Uh, no, but, uh, but that was it. I, I, I grew up, I loved the Atlanta Braves. Uh, up until I was uh, about 12. Um, and if you don't know, if you're, if you happen to listen to this show from somewhere other than Tennessee, there was two channels that had two teams dedicated to them. TBS, which was the Atlanta Braves and WGN, which was the Chicago Cubs. Well, they had the White Sox too. Cause I, I, I grew up loving the White Sox and the Cubs. Nobody likes the White Sox. <laughs> no one does anymore. No. <laughs> That's the wrong side of Chicago. Um, but so growing up, my dad watched sports. We grew up watching NASCAR and football and, um, but baseball was the big one. You know, there were so many games it was always on. And as a kid being able to just sit down almost any day in the summer and watch a baseball game. Um, so I grew up, you know, big fan of, um, Cal Ripken jr. Mm -hmm. That was who I, that, that was the first player that I wanted to be. Um, and then it quickly after Nolan Ryan, um, punched the brakes off of Robin <laughs> Ventura, which I was, I was wa- rewatching that video recently at, because of this episode and somebody made the funniest comment. Um, <laughs> so, Cause he hits Robin Ventura with a pitch mm-hmm. and on his way to first decides to charge the mound and 44, 46 year old Nolan Ryan puts him in a headlock and punches him <laughs> in the head. Classic. Um, but one of the comments said, uh, Robin Ventura was the first batter to get hit by pitch, get by pitch pitcher multiple times at one at bat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember, I remember, you know, that that's who I wanted to be. I used to, um, there was a little brick wall outside our house and I would take a baseball and I would spend hours just per, pretending to be a high knee kick, um, and just rifle the ball <laughs> at this brick wall thinking I was Nolan Ryan, mm-hmm. um, my mom wrote him a letter. I don't know if it came from him or not, but th- he sent me a thank you for being a fan and a um, like three by five picture of him that was autographed. Don't know where that's at anymore, but <laughs> but I do still have my uh, Franklin Mint Nolan Ryan commemorative plate. Oh, nice that I got. But yeah, little Kellen, that was that was the dream to be a baseball player, and I can tell you exactly when that dream was shattered. <laughs> do tell. <laughs> so, growing up in Portland. The middle school. Not the state. No, Portland, Tennessee. (laughs) Not the state. Not the city, Portland, Oregon. Not Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) The great state of Portland yields the floor. Um, No, growing up in Portland, Tennessee, the strawberry capital of the world. Oh. uh, Yeah, now should be called the factory capital of the world. Portland. That's for a (laughs) Portland. Yeah, your your great uncle tells me that all the time. Portland. That's That's what he gives me every time I see him. Not a, hey, how's it going? Kiss my butt. No, it's just Portland. But anyway, um, so Portland Middle School didn't have a baseball team, which I don't think a lot of middle schools have baseball teams. But um, I got out of Little League my fifth grade year in elementary school, got to middle school and got away from baseball. There wasn't a team and I didn't want to play Little League 
with a bunch of kids I didn't know, kind of kind of a nervous child. Mm-hmm. So freshman year in high school, baseball tryouts. This is it. Getting back into baseball. So I go, I'm doing tryouts, I'm killing it in my head. I don't know, I might not be, but the coach hadn't said anything negative to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a good arm, I was really good at catching, and I was an average hitter. I, I, I could hit well enough to you know, put the ball in play. Yeah. So tryouts were in the winter. Mm-hmm. And also in the winter, I was in the Boy Scouts, it was our ski trip. And we've established this in previous episodes, I did not grow up with a lot of money. So this ski trip cost a decent amount of money and my parents had already paid for it. Mm -hmm. So I told coach Barnum, yes, I'm naming names. You can (laughs) suck my whole butt. You heard it. You can suck my whole butt dream crusher. Um, (laughs) Coach Barnum, um, Barnum, I walked up to him and I was like, Hey, I've got to miss practice Thursday. If you miss practice, you can't play but it's tryouts and I have to miss because the scouts ski trip is coming up and my parents have already paid for it. If you miss one tryout practice, you can't play. Wow. So I walked out of the gym to de- dejected and got in my mom's car Oosh, and chill. <laughs> told her I'm not going to be able to make the team the next year. And then I'll wrap my story up so you can, <laughs> instead of, oh, I'm going to feed off this one cause I have some baseball st- stuff too. St- instead of hijacking the whole episode. Mm-hmm. So the next year, sophomore year, uh, I decide since I didn't make the team freshman year, I want to be, I'm going to be the manager. At least I can be part of the game, sit in the dugout with the guys, keep, you know, stats. So become the manager. Now when <laughs> the whole screen went black. <laughs> so when I was, um, I don't want to push any buttons. <laughs> mess everything. No, up. Our producer is so, out of the room. Don't push anything. Yeah. So when I was, um, when I was, in school, my picture was only in the annual once a year, and that was the actual class picture. I wasn't part of any clubs, any groups. I wasn't cool enough to be with the cool kids, so I didn't have any pictures. Mm-hmm. So the sophomore year, I'm going to get two pictures in the annual. I'm going to get my picture for my class, sophomore class, and I'm going to get a picture with the baseball team. I'm going to be so proud of myself. That year, the annual staff decided to do the most recent pictures for the coming year and I wasn't a manager junior year so they didn't put the sophomore <laughs> baseball picture in the annual they held it till spring and put the picture for the junior for the next baseball wow. team so I didn't even get that and just sidebar also senior year I got two pictures in the annual I got my senior picture the class picture and then there was a collage most Quite annuals much. do it. It's a collage of all of the seniors' faces, except one. Wow. <laughs> the girl who was responsible for taking my picture on her little disposable camera was like, oh, hey, I got to get your picture. Do you mind standing against the wall? I'll take your picture. It's for the collage in the annual. I was like, yeah, sure. She goes to click. She's like, oh, it's out of film. Mm. Apparently it was out of film because she took a friend of hers picture who was a junior and put his face in the senior collage wow so i didn't what was her name uh call her out right now <laughs> danielle i think danielle Dan- dove danielle i think it was i think it was danielle dove 
So we're gonna look her up um, tonight on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> leave her, go to Facebook, look her up, and leave some no, nasty comments. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I'm sure she. I'm sure she felt bad about it. It may not have even been her. She it did may have been somebody else. So don't don't hate her. It could have been somebody else. I'm terrible with names. I hate her. I just know it was a female in our class that had shoulder length hair. Hair. So, but it's not, yeah, it's unacceptable. Yeah. So yeah. So baseball player. That's what. I wanted to yeah. be. Well, you know, you're kind of there now. Uh, we're playing softball every yeah. week. I'm crushing um, it, by the way. You're I'm doing, crushing you're doing great. It. I'm batting a thousand. You're batting a thousand ish. <laughs> I am also batting. I'm batting like 800. I've never struck out, and I've never uh, missed a ball and let it hit me in the forehead, where I was very close to a concussion at all. <laughs> Lindsay still let me go to sleep. Thanks, babe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so what's your life I'm gonna, insurance look like? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I'm going to segue just a little bit off of your stuff, just because I have some stories that can go along with that. I never. I never thought I would be a baseball player because, I mean, look at me. I mean, I had glasses starting in first grade, so I knew that was not going to happen. I think Mark Lemke had glasses. Whatever. He didn't wear them. No, it was I rem- uh, Creek. No, I remember. Go ahead. I, I grew up being a Braves fan, too, because you kind of have to, you know, here. Yeah. Um, and then I grew up, you know, with the Cubs, and uh, I did like the White Sox for a bit. Cubs hat. Um, then I went to um, Red Sox. Red Sox have always been my team. Some point in between all that, I became a huge Ken Griffey Jr. fan. I don't know how that happened, you know, with them being in the West Coast. I'm sure I didn't see many of their games, but uh, I loved Ken Griffey Jr. Like yeah. he, he's always been my favorite player. I did play uh, a tryout for baseball in high school, and like you, I had a moment where I knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> first of all, uh, I played t-ball, the league. Like I played all that. I was decent i wasn't fast i'm never going to be fast it's just not me um but i could catch the ball you know i could hit um i had a good arm too uh humble brag (laughs) but um i'll usually played first base like first base was always my position yeah well you're tall yeah makes sense so when uh i get to high school and like okay you're gonna play shortstop i'm like what what What? What? like you already have a first baseman i get that but i have no experience with that and so at practice, they just threw me out there. Oh, I was wow. just like taking balls off the chest. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the hard position to play anyway. Yeah. Especially when you're not like fast and like yeah. flexible. And I'm neither of those <laughs> things. Um, but after that initial practice, every other practice, they just made me run bases. And I hated running. So they're like, okay, so I was probably like B squad, you know, right. Like, uh, they're going to hit, they're going to field. You can run bases while someone hits. I'm like, well, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> so I faked having asthma with the coach. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> he's like, put your hands over your head. And I'm like, put my hands over my head. I'm breathing. I'm like laying down. I'm like, okay, this I'm done. Uh, so I knew I wasn't going to be a baseball player. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that. But you, you, you can't. I mean, he kind of crushed my morale from the beginning. One, you switched positions on me. And, and, right. and again, I get it. But then, two, you're making me just run bases nonstop. And this is not like two or three times. It's like the entire 30-minute to an hour practice. I'm running bases. Yeah. And I'm, I'm one of the bigger kids anyway, so I was just over it. Um, so I never had an ambition of being any type of athlete. Um, when I was trying to think of what I wanted to be when I grew up, I had a few things that kind of came to mind and and as we discussed earlier during our technical difficulty uh which i'm worried about now yeah um but i mean the fact that we can still hear our stuff 
yeah, ourselves. Uh, our producers out of the room. So <laughs> we just hit these random buttons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the thing, the first thing I, I wanted to be ever was probably Spider-Man or Ninja Turtle. Makes sense. Um, every time I saw a spider, I'm like, hey, come bite me, please. Like, give me powers. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, that's not real, I guess. Uh, I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle, but I'm not a turtle, nor am I a ninja. <laughs> um, <laughs> but those are things like when I was a kid, like I wanted, those. that's awesome. Like I want to fight crime. But the first real thing <clears throat> I remember wanting to be was a storm chaser. Nice. Any guesses where that came from? Uh, I already know because you told me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, <laughs> but home, I could I'm have sure guessed. you can guess too. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Dorothy. <laughs> that's uh, not what I would have guessed. No, not Wizard of Oz. Dorothy was the name of the uh, machine that they oh, tried to get right. to suck that's up. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. Dorothy, Dorothy too. You, that was such a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, I wanted to be a storm chaser because I watched Twister and yes. it was fascinating. Like, I'm like, these people are stupid and crazy and it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen Twister, that, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what have you done with your life? Everybody's seen Twister. Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt, a young Philip Seymour Philip Hoffman, Hoffman, who I often uh, am told I look like. Um, probably not so much now. Uh, no, he's probably <laughs> a little paler, thinner, and uh, crusty. I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry. RIP too soon. But um, seeing them do that, like get in their vans and just going after these storms to get data. Like I didn't yeah. understand that part of it. You know, like I knew what they were trying to do, but in my mind, like that's, I just want to chase storms. Right. I remember, um, I was at my grandmother's house and we had big tornadoes when I was a kid and I would go out and like look around, you know, like where are they? I'm going to chase them. I'm going to run after them. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, I remember the first cat I remember having that was actually mine uh, his name was Ears because he had ears. <laughs> obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but uh, it was during that tornado yeah. and it was a neighbor's cat. And she, I don't know where the babies were. They were probably under the neighbor's house. But she knew danger was imminent and she brought all those kittens to us. There's, I don't, it oh, must wow. have been a Sunday because there's a lot of people at my grandmother's house. Yeah. So we're all there and she was bringing all her kittens over there, like one by one. Wow. Um, but yeah, I always wanted to be a storm chaser. I just thought that would be so cool. Uh, obviously very dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah. It goes against all of human nature. It, it does. It drives straight into the danger. <laughs> well, I guess it is kind of our nature. Though, unless, right? you're Kenny, you know? unless you're Kenny, unless you're Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Then you go straight into the danger. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Uh, yeah. That's the, the first thing I really ever remember wanting to be. Uh, you know, I remember wanting to be a vet, um, but now I'm so emotionally attached to animals yeah, I would have killed myself years ago if I was a vet. You know, like that's not my animal, but they're sick and it breaks my heart. You know, that's yeah. just that's my nature. So I could never have done that. The only other thing I really remember wanting to be was like an astronaut. And I think that's something kids, a lot of kids want to do too. Um, but a lot of things we romanticize, and I think being yeah. an astronaut is one of them, because when you break down what you have to do to be an astronaut, and then what you right. do as an astronaut, it's not fun. You yeah. know? Yeah. I don't like uh, being in a plane for two hours. <laughs> like, I freak out. Like, Lindsay thought I was having a panic attack when we, uh, I don't even remember where we went. Colorado. That, yeah. And. Um, that makes sense. You have to watch the video. You have to watch the YouTube. Uh, what's the YouTube channel? For, oh, Weirdos, a YouTube channel. Um, because this is going to be visual. So 
as I've gotten older, I've really started to dislike heights. Okay. Don't know why. My dad's always hated heights. I guess it's hereditary somehow, but I don't like it. Uh, and if you listen last week, you heard the uh, driving up the mountain in Colorado. Yeah. That was terrible. But when we were on the plane, like I just had my head <laughs> between my legs and I was just going. <laughs> and I was like rocking. I'm like. <laughs> It's just like patting me on the back. It's okay, guy. It's okay. <laughs> like, that's how I get in planes. Did now. it start like that, or was it like the longer you were on the plane, the more no, nervous you got? Oh, so before takeoff, you. Were I've already... seen too many movies. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Before we went to Colorado, I watched Turbulence just so I could know what would happen if there was a serial killer on board and he killed all the cops. I knew how to survive. Did you check for snakes? I did. I always <laughs> check for snakes. Thank you, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> um, but I just I hate it so. He, I can't even fathom being an astronaut anymore. Yeah. Like being in a, a rocket ship that could, with all that rocket fuel. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Megan's the same way. Like just watching videos of stuff like that. She gets nervous. Like it doesn't bother me. And you talk about being out West in Colorado. We were in um, Arizona near the Grand Canyon um, and the elevation so much different out there. Um, and she fe- said she felt like she was on the edge of the earth, mm-hmm. even though we were on flat ground. She's not a flat she earther. So she's no, <laughs> she said she felt like it, like she would, if she just went through the tree line, she would just fall off. That's how high up she felt like we were. Yeah. I never noticed a difference uh, other than my ears popping. Yeah, I, I, I hated it. And um, Do you get nervous watching videos yeah, of those people that say, climb so, towers and stuff? Yeah, I can't watch it. Um, so right now um, at my office, they're building uh, condos or apartments or whatever else they build in Nashville these days. And there's a crane there, one of those giant cranes. Oh, wow. I mean, it's like right there in front of me and I can't look at it. <laughs> like, wow. I look at the people going up them and they're just like, they're on top with their legs hanging. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Have uh-uh. you seen the video? So th- where they, they no. climb the power, t- the, the towers for the power lines. There's a video and I'll just go ahead and spoil it for you. The guy's riding on a cart that's mm. basically like a two by three cart that the wheels lock onto the power lines or the cables that he's on so he can go from tower to tower to check. And it's self-propelled. It's like a little two-cycle engine that he starts up and it just pulls him across the lines. And as he's talking, he's like where the lines connect, the connectors, when it goes over, sometimes the cart will hop and <laughs> pop off the lines. <laughs> and sure enough, it hits it and it goes sideways and it's like the next eight minutes of the video is him standing on these cables a hundred feet in the air. Wow. Trying yeah, to I'm lift definitely going to look that back. up later after this conversation we just had how I can't even watch videos. See, I find that stuff, like me personally, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, do, I'm, I'm not afraid of heights. They don't bother me. I climbed up on my grandmother's roof the other weekend to nail some stuff up and never even thought about the fact that I was 10, 15, 20 feet off the ground. But that kind of height is different. Yeah. When you're, you know, like I jumped out of my second story balcony, just you gone <laughs> on a dare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like that in my head, I'm like, I can survive that. You can't rationalize surviving those falls. So that's, that's, I'm like I said, I find them fascinating that there's people that do that, that climb those towers to change the light bulbs um, that are, you know, 2000 feet in the air or however tall those, Towers are, yeah, radio towers. Um, but I definitely couldn't do it. No, I, uh, no, absolutely not. So you didn't want them. You didn't want to do that when you were a kid. No, <laughs> the dream. I mean, we, when we were in Gatlinburg, you know, Lindsay and my mother went to that sky bridge. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, you go without me because I'm not. I'm not doing that. There's just no way. Yeah. I've done it twice now. Blah. Blah. 
the the weirdest part is they don't tell you it moves. <laughs> like when you, like it's the sky bridge, the largest single. Blah, 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 when it, anyway, you get start going across it, and like every step, it just do, 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 do. pass, <laughs> and that stays with you when you get off. Like yeah. your equil- equilibrium's off, and then you got to ride on the little lift that has the one single one inch round bar that comes down and keeps you from falling. Off the mountain. <laughs> a, lot of that, a lot of that that I hate, and it's the same with planes, is the lack of control I have. Yeah. Like, if something happens, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I can but pray, but it's too late. Head between <laughs> your legs and. Yeah. <laughs> like, you remember in, in school where it was a tornado warning and they told us to get under our desk? <laughs> yeah, that would have worked. Put the tray table down on the seat in front of you and well, get under. I've never been on a plane. <laughs> I've, let me rephrase that. I've physically been on a plane, but I've never been on a plane that was in the air. Really? Yeah. We went on a field trip in elementary school to the uh, Nashville airport, and they had a plane that was docked. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> but they let us walk out and then get on the plane and just look around. But uh, you've never flown in a plane? Never had to fly. Wow. When never we went out to. west. Never yeah. Never got to. <laughs> never got to. Yeah. When we went out west, we drove um, all the way out to Arizona and back. I hate driving mm-hmm. so much. Um, I would too if Megan wasn't uh, the road warrior. Like, can I like rent her out when we go play? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure for. <laughs> I'm sure for a nominal fee, she would be more than happy to. We. I mean, she'll get up at three o'clock in the morning. Like when we went out west. Um, so I drive when we're in cities and areas that require patience and navigation because it, it tears up her nerves mm-hmm. having to, you know pay attention to everything going but long stretches she drove from hartsville tennessee at like four in the morning all the way through arkansas into texas to the visitor center um which is like several hours like eight six eight hours wow um i slept because (laughs) that's what (laughs) you do when someone else is driving Yep. Um, I'm trusting you to keep us alive <laughs> plus our two children in the back I, <laughs> but we were all asleep she's just cruising on down the road I look over and she's got one leg under her other leg the other foot on the gas pedal and she's just fine as can be <laughs> six hours into the drive and I wake up and she's like good morning and I'm like what is wrong with you right <laughs> like that's not normal that's not normal she's a machine I tried to talk her into becoming a trucker <laughs> They make really good money. <laughs> <laughs> Eastbound and down. <laughs> I wish, I wish Lindsay was like that. Neither one of us like to drive. Oh, wow. uh, we're yeah. flying this weekend to Chicago. I'm so um, jealous. I'm going so to a Cubs jealous. game. I know. I know. I'm going to get you a sous vide though. Uh, what's funny is I meant to text you this last night. So if you can reach over and grab some of the ivy, I don't think you can reach it. <laughs> <laughs> her friends live there now. Uh, her goddaughter. So that's why we're going. But uh, we were supposed to go last year, and I had already bought a ticket to a Cubs game, and then, hey, COVID. So um, going on Labor Day, and uh, so her friends were looking for things that I would like to do too. So apparently there's this weird oddities flea market going to be happening while we're up there, which is like horror Halloween-themed. I'm like, hello. That's right up your alley. was going through. She's like, first Jason's going to play a concert. I'm like, what'd you say? He's like, first Jason. I'm like, the guy who played the first Jason, his band. So the guy who played the first Jason in Hold on, you, you met him, right? No. Got his signature. That was a Kane Hodder. I met okay, Kane Hodder. Okay, he was like right, okay. six, seven, eight. Okay, gotcha. This guy technically wasn't really Jason Jason. Uh, he was 
at the end of Friday the 13th where he comes out of the water. That was him. Okay. So he hasn't done much else besides a few movies that you can get at the Dollar Tree. Um, but he has his own band now called First Jason. Wow. Is it pretentious? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But, you know, he's he's making money off that, so good for him. But he's playing. Wow. That night. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, he Kismet. plays. Kismet. Yeah, he plays between like 9 and 11. And they have a baby, so they're like, they're not going to. So I'll be Ubering that night by myself <laughs> in the main streets of Chicago going to see First Jason in hopes for him to sign my Friday the 13th collection. Um, but uh, like our road trip, we just got way off course. <laughs> it happens all the um, time. In, in case you have forgotten, we were talking about what we wanted to be when we grew up, and yeah. we've kind of nailed it all down. The only other thing I remember as a kid in high school, uh, I don't know if you can see my shirt, uh, it's the faculty. Yeah. And Josh Hartnett was in the faculty, and I love Josh Hartnett. I still do. Lindsay says I have a man crush. Maybe I do. I'm okay if he's listening. Hey, call me. You know, Josh Hartnett in the faculty was the coolest guy I'd ever seen. Yeah. Josh uh, Hartnett in the 90s was the coolest guy in every so movie cool. he was in. He had messed up hair. Uh, in the faculty, he wore like uh, long white, long sleeve shirts with a black t-shirt over it and messed up yeah. hair. And uh, there's the one scene in the faculty where um, John Stewart is infected by the aliens and uh, they're trying to fight him and Josh Hartnett goes to like the giant paper cutters that you had and he just like puts his foot on the desk and rips the arm off of that and like chops his fingers off I'm like I want to be you you are my god like I want I started dressing like that I wonder if his hair was part of his brand or if they were just like it fits you and they left it because in Halloween H2O same same hair almost same outfit yeah I mean that same I mean even worse than what's on your shirt as far i mean there's a scene where he the hair's just sticking straight up at one point and yeah. it and it worked yeah yeah I, it was probably his brand i bet you anything it was his brand but when someone when you're a chubby kid you can't layer like that like you can't wear a long sleeve t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt with a t-shirt you just can't do it it's uncomfortable it yeah. makes your fat body fatter like it just doesn't work um i did try to mess it like just mess up my hair every day I'm like yeah <laughs> go fight some aliens so Okay, so this is on the same topic, but instead of being a kid, so right now, in this moment, if you could if you could go back to a point to where you could affect it, or if there's something, I mean, or if you were just like, I have enough money to just stop everything I'm doing now and become this, what would it be? So I've thought about this um, a lot, and one of my security passwords is this, and I always forget because I flip-flop between the two. Um, I always like now I would like to be a writer, uh, director or actor or all three. I could have guessed that. Yeah. Like I really would like to direct because I don't look good on screen. Yeah. I you know, especially from the same way. I raised it up. It's not uh, trying to get a better angle. You know, I've last couple of years I've started writing more. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I love horror movies. Did you know that about me? A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Um, and whenever I watch them, I think of ideas. I think of how they can be better. You know, I have like six or seven stories I wrote, like short stories, which I just submitted one after your recommendation and a couple other, well, one other person. Yeah. Thanks. If you're listening to this and you said, hey, send me your short stories, I'll read them and give you my opinion. And you didn't screw you. <laughs> All seven of you who didn't, like, <laughs> it was not an easy email thing to do because there's like seven of them. 
Thank I, you. I read all the stories twice. I read them the first time you sent to me, and then for this, when yeah, you asked for a solution, I pulled them up all on my computer and <laughs> read them all again to That's make sure. That's why you're my best friend. friend. Exactly. <laughs> my best, best friend. Um, and I appreciate that. So uh, I submitted that. Um, Joe Bob Briggs is one of the judges for it. Uh, Barbara Crampton <laughs> and uh, a couple other people. <laughs> and I, nothing's going to come of that. Like I, I have zero zero expectations you never know but i think my story is pretty clever i think some of the other ones are pretty good too some of them are a little too elaborate i was gonna say the one you went with wasn't as horror yeah as the other ones sci-fi fun yeah yeah uh the other one i was gonna do was about masks like yeah but the other guy who read um alan sessler who is an author he read my stuff and he was honest with me i've never met this guy just friend i'm friends with him on facebook and when i posted i think he was probably the first person who commented, like, I'll read them. Yeah. And he gave me good feedback. He liked most of them. Um, but he said he submitted some that were mask related and they didn't get picked up. He thinks maybe because people are burnt out yeah. with that. And I get that. Um, but I would love to make little short indie movies. Like, I think that would be fun. Yeah. And it's doable, you know, but you do have to have some extra cash, which is not something that I just have right. lying. I don't have that lying around in there. <laughs> but, um, Unless Rodney has some lying around while he's not in here. Where's his wallet? <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> but um, we'll turn the camera off and go through it. <laughs> but that's, that's something I would like to do now. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened last year. I don't know if it was the COVID or what, why I sat down and wrote so many. Because I can't find that motivation again. And yeah, like I have were, so many ideas. Like if you go through my phone and my notepad, I have about 30 ideas. Yeah, you were I, cranking stuff out last year. I was yeah, reading. I was doing that. I did uh, two hobo diary scripts. Yeah, um, I drew a lot. Did uh, you know? I did a lot of stuff. But um, you drew my suicidal possum comic. I did. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> so suicidal possum. I, we can't go further until you tell that story. <laughs> okay. So um, I asked Jay because he had been drawing characters. I asked him if he would draw a story that I had the idea for one night when I was driving home because of an incident that occurred and instead of being mortified, I could not stop laughing at the image, which is terrible. I'm a horrible person. Yes. Um, but Jay also laughed at the whole premise, but I cried when I drew it. <laughs> so I'm driving home one night in uh, new deal, which is like from the, from the crossing to my house was like a, tenth maybe two tenths of a mile i had just gotten on my road i'm literally you know 500 yards from my house i'm coming up the road i'm doing maybe 10 miles an hour and this possum walks out in front of my car my pontiac 6000 se 1986 sweetest car ever made died on the interstate while driving (laughs) (laughs) shifted in neutral (laughs) prime the gas and start it back up um but he starts to walk out right in front of me. I'm like, what are you doing, little guy? <laughs> he gets right in the middle of my lane and stands up like, take me home, <laughs> Jesus. And I'm slowing down, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to get out of the way. He did not. And it was the slowest. It was like that scene in Austin Powers with the uh, steamroller. <laughs> I'm like, go on. Go on. Ka-doom. In the Ka-doom. arms of the angels. <laughs> it was 
it was such a sad moment, but I could not stop laughing. I literally was in tears at like that possum was suicidal. <laughs> like he came to me. He was like, I'm done. Yeah. He I'm, was ready to meet his maker. I'm done. I need to be out. <laughs> so I, I, I took the opportunity to draw that comic. And uh, I think beautiful. the reason, so I think the comic, if I recall correctly, uh, he has like a ton of kids and then his <laughs> wife tells him she's pregnant again. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm going to go get something to celebrate and he goes out and then he just finds the car and he's like, take me Lord. Like I'm done. <laughs> it's Very so morbid. beautiful. <laughs> Speaking of which, after this is over, remind me to tell you my short story that I came up with. Okay. That I forgot to tell you about earlier and that All I right. didn't text you because it too much, too would much. have been too much. I'll, I'll, I'll write it. Um, um, but yeah, so that's, that's probably what I would like to be now. Um, I mean, hell I'll take anything. I'll take a baseball star now, you know, but <laughs> I think that's, that's the stuff I have so many good ideas. It's just how to execute them. You yeah. Know? Um, what about you? <sighs> I would, you know, I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. And if I could right now just do anything that I wanted to do, it would be a trophy con- husband stay at home. That would be so great. <laughs> oh my hey, God. You're already a trophy husband. Okay. I know. I just don't get to stay at home. Uh, get on it, Megan. <laughs> You've got the degree. Be a trucker. <laughs> Make the G's. <laughs> um, no, I, it, it's, it's, it's like something that, so I would still love to do advertising like madman style, like sitting, not, not like, you know, writing or anything to sit in the room and come up with the ideas for the advertising campaign. Mm-hmm. I used to have an idea for a uh, Budweiser commercial when the Clydesdale horses were really big, but I was like, that would never get on the air where it would be a drunk driving PSA Budweiser commercial where they were getting in the back of a Clydesdale drawn carriage mm-hmm. and the guy's drunk and he's driving the carriage and you know, and he's, mm-hmm. the horse is slamming the brakes and he goes and his head, his head goes in the horse's butt and then the, <laughs> Please drink responsibly. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. I thought that would be hilarious. You know, just show the horse go. <laughs> genius. Absolutely. Genius. <laughs> um, but, but that requires education and right place, right time. And I've looked for advertising places in Nashville and there's just, it's, it, it's yeah. not something you just get into at 38 years old. Yeah. So all that aside, just, you know, all bets off dream job, comedic actor. I think that would be the greatest job in the world. You're not worried about winning awards. You're not worried about, you know, getting the role exactly right for yeah. dramatic effect. You're just on screen being funny. Like early Tom Hanks, Vince Vaughn, when he's not being psychotic killer or <laughs> Vince Vaughn. I used to love Vince Vaughn and then I hated Vince Vaughn and now I love Vince Vaughn again, but he's not funny anymore. No, he just wants to dark. kill people and hurt people yeah. now. And it's awesome. But like, like the, um, Oh, what was the Judd Apatow movies? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Edgar Wright films. I want to be like like I th- I, Simon Pegg in the uh, Edgar Wright movies. I think that would be just <laughs> such a great job um, to have. Nick Frost today. I was looking at a picture. It was a video of him cutting mushrooms on Instagram. And someone commented. He's like, hey, Nick, my man, I just really want to ask you, what's the favorite? What's your favorite movie that you and Simon Pegg did together? He's like, cutting fucking mushrooms. <laughs> is fantastic <laughs> like you uh, decided to comment that when he's doing a video on cutting mushrooms and you try to do that I'm like that's the answer you deserve you know you'd be a good comedic actor I you think, already are you know i think i think i'm funny i think adulting is acting anyways yeah pretending like i know what i'm doing every day i can I write a role a for you you can be in my 
campers short if it gets picked up. That would be awesome. If Billy, if, if uh, Joe Bob allows it. I almost said Billy Bob. <laughs> if Joe Bob and Barbara don't want to be in it, I guess you can be in it. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's a good place to stop. We've covered the past, present, and future of what we want to be. Um, I think we've. I don't think, I think we accomplished ex- any of that. But. <laughs> I think. Well, it was. It's kind of a narrow topic, and we, you know, childhood. Neither one of us had like varying aspirations, yeah. uh, other than being a transformer. I mean, I don't know that that's <laughs> not a possibility, <laughs> but maybe they can put hey, your science. You know, who knows where we'll be in a couple of years? But don't. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I just had the image in my head. If I just turned, oh, transformed into a scooter right now. <laughs> I don't, it hit me wrong. It drove away. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Just search Weirdos and a Podcast. We, and we've expanded. <laughs> we have a TikTok and a YouTube. We are covering all the socials. We got the Tic Tacs. Uh, we're really good at the Tic Tacs. I've made zero. You've made You've zero. Made I've made technically three because the other one was just our i was in one intro against one. my will <laughs> here comes kellen <laughs> um megan said she saw that and said why are you walking like a bigfoot i was like that's how i walk <laughs> like you look like a sasquatch coming through <laughs> the trees <laughs> but yeah make sure that you like any of our posts that you see make sure you follow us on facebook instagram tiktok now uh, just search Weirdos a podcast and YouTube search Weirdos a YouTube channel. Uh, hopefully the YouTube thing works out as we're recording it now. We haven't sat down and edited anything yet. So I've uh, worked on fingers it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, follow us that share. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from if you have any suggestions on something you'd like to hear us ramble on about. You know, we're here for it. Yeah. Look for the post related to this episode and post what you wanted to be when you were a kid. I know I already made a post for it. I have, a, I have good ideas for you uh, But yeah, so um, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks again to RKN Sound Lab uh, for letting us be in your his house. Um, and until next week, I'm Jay. And I'm Kellen. And keep it weird.